0: Everywhere and a happy Saturday. Back at it in the podcast dojo. Another edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. And we will not shut up. Never. That will not happen. No matter what happens here, you could hear that. Doesn't matter. That's the sound we dread, Danny. Yeah. The radio. When when you're talking to crickets. Jiminy Cricket, that's not a good thing. That is not a good thing, but we're we're back at it again here in a jam-packed Saturday show. I enjoyed the conversation on Friday about Tom Brady and Drew Brees and Sham Sharania. Uh, there's some interesting nuggets in the Friday podcast, so I hope people enjoyed that. I, I don't care really whether they did or not, Danny, because I enjoyed it. That's the kind of stuff I like talking about. The dirt, the gossip in the media business. And so I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah,
3: those are your roots. You're like the godfather of that kind of reporting.
0: Yeah, but I'm becoming old now, so nobody knows. Like The, the, the people that are doing it now have no idea that I did it for a while in the, the Wild West. Smoke weed every day. Of the blogosphere. Back in the back. in the And I'm only a few bad shows away, Danny, from getting back into the blogosphere. So people have asked me from time to time. I'll get emails from people. hey I love the website. Why don't you bring the website back? And my initial response is always, uh, OK, uh, is there a dollar amount on that? You know, something like that. And then wrong. And then they say, no, there's no there's no dollar amount in that. And then I. I said, well, it depends what happens with the radio show. So if the radio show is going well, probably not going to do it. But it's changed a lot. And, I, and Ryan did mention that Twitter made some changes. The reason I got out of the, the blog stuff was because social media killed me. My traffic, people were just they – weren't, they weren't clicking and clicking on the stuff. So it's interesting.
3: It's crazy because BenMaller.com was so long ago that you actually had to use dial-up to get your your stories posted
0: yes it was a a,
3: aol It was the no yeah that's when you know you're the veteran og
0: (laughs) no you know you have a an aol email account that's a sign you're old when you have an aol email account now i have an aol account for email but i only use it for spam uh, when you go to a when you go to a game, Danny, and they're like, "Hey, you want to get this free sweater or towel? You got to sign up. And what's your email?" I'm like, "All right, type that in there." They give you a round of applause. They give you your item, and
3: and that's it. You move on. Yeah, I have a very old Yahoo account, and I think a lot of people have like old Yahoos or old Hotmails or old AOLs, and it's something like really embarrassing now that we're adults because we set them up as kids it's like big g pimping at yahoo.com
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah for sure for sure like I, my aol account is the first radio station i worked at. So i was a little older but the first radio station i worked at i had the the dial position is the is the end of the the email address so I am such a radio loser. Uh, so on this podcast, we've got Robert Van Winkle, double take the wellness check. And uh, and I, I'm sure, Danny, that you've got some amazing uh, factoids to add to this nonsense, yes? Yeah, we could call mine a buzz in the air. A buzz in the air, but not everywhere. No. Not everywhere. All right, so since this is the Saturday podcast, for some reason people seem to enjoy the life of Maller, the life of Danny G., And it has been a rather mundane week as I'm still trying to get back to the non-travel lifestyle and the daily grind at the Radio Salt Mine. But I I did have a few developments that I wanted to share with the class. I I drink a ton of water. I want a camel. That's my go-to drink. Now, on the weekends, I'll, I'll go crazy, have some lemonade. I'll go really wild, have a thing of lemonade, and everyone's like, "Oh, Ben drinking lemonade!" And that's, oh. like, how great is that? But I, I do like the lemonade on the weekends. But during the week, it's mostly water, and I love cold water. Yeah. I'm a Fan of cold water. I read somewhere on the internet years ago, Danny, that if you drink cold water, it's actually better for you—that you burn calories drinking cold water,
3: like speeds up your metabolism.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I believe that it's probably bullcrap, but I believe it, and I've always had cold water. And at the New Mallor Mansion. We got this really extravagant refrigerator that my wife picked out. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, the ice machine, though, is not is not hooked up. They have an ice machine; it's not working for whatever reason. So, I've had to go old school: pour the water mm-hmm. into the trays to get ice. Somehow, lost in translation, or lost in the move, I should say, when we moved from the old Maller Mansion to the North Woods here, I ended up losing I had these big ice trays with the the blocks of ice you can't see my hands if you're listening but Danny can see like this big I mean they were huge chunks of ice and it was great because you put two of those things in there and it lasted like for 12 hours you had you had ice water it was
3: perfect yeah basically the opposite of Sonic's little tiny ice cubes Yeah, yeah yeah you had blocks of ice as thick as your skull
0: yeah, I I could kill someone. I could throw. These are the size of a softball. These things, I so anyway, I don't have those anymore. And uh, I, I just had these two little piss ant uh, ice tricks, and, and and that's it. I, I love the word piss ant because I worked at Wei. There was a guy that got in a hell of a lot of trouble at Eei because he called. I think it was Tom Brady's daughter a piss ant.
2: Blank my blank and blank you.
0: And he got in so much trouble for that. But, but anyway, it's, it's like mini ice cubes. So for some reason, I don't know how this happened. Probably because I was like, this is pathetic. I was going to keep refilling the ice trays. So I fell down a rabbit hole on the internet. And I decided I'm going to crank my game up. And the result, uh, thanks to Amazon and uh, some purchases that were made, you can now call me the new Iceman name. Forget George Gervin, that old NBA player, because I went down this this icy path, and I am now the proud owner, Dave, of pretty much all shapes possible of ice trays.
1: He said what now?
0: And uh, I've not really experimented too much with this, but I I just got them. I have the big block like I used to have. I have a, a round ball ice tray. I can make little diamonds, like mid-sized diamonds, and the one that I got as an act of romance, rose petal shaped ice. Wow. You pour the water in and it freezes and it looks like a little rose. Wow, I'm sure your wife is impressed. Yeah, I mean that's that's a keeper. That's a big move. That's a we're sticking together move right there. Good morning, Ben. Danny G. Uh, supposedly these things are for whiskey or mixed drinks. Uh, and I found them on, and they were not cheap. Some of these were pretty expensive, but I plan on dominating the neighborhood ice game. And, and hopefully if we don't have any more of these pandemics or, What's the new thing, that monkey thing that's going around that I saw in the news this week? It's uh, bouncing around some kind of new illness. If we don't have any of that stuff, then we'll, we'll have the holiday party. We'll be back. And so I, I have to get my doctorate in frozen stuff. And the goal is, since we're, we're talking here only in May and the holiday party is not until December, that by then you'll be able to call me Robert Van Winkle as in vanilla ice, 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 baby. That that will be the move, Danny, uh, that, that can take place. Fo drizzle.
3: Next level would be your initials
0: in Ice Cubes. Oh, well, well, either one of my initials would be uh, be awkward in Ice Cubes. Uh, BM or BS, <laughs> my middle name. And it starts with an S. So either BS.
3: Appropriate, very appropriate.
0: Uh, who knows? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Uh, so anyway, so that was the ice, the ice drama-rama. Uh, I also, there was one other thing, but well, a couple of things that, that popped into my head here. The, uh, last weekend. So I had another, we had another heat wave, it got pretty hot for a couple of days last week. Yeah. It got a little hot. So, uh, when the temperature rises, what do we do in California? When the temperature rises in Southern California, where do we peel do? off our clothes? Giggity, 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 giggity. Well, we do that. And then we head West. You can only go so far West, but when you go to the very end of the map is the mighty Pacific. Right. The mighty Pacific Ocean. Smoke weed every day. And so I found myself back at the Pacific Ocean. And I do not actually enjoy going in the water. I think I've talked about this in the past on the podcast, probably not with you, but uh, I, I save that for tropical locations. Like I will go to Hawaii once every you know, five, ten years or whatever, and I'll go in the water or I like, you know what? I like Catalina, which is off the coast of, of L.A. here, the little island. I like that. I've never been. You've never been, that's a great, it's rather pricey now, but it's kind of a cool little getaway. You take a boat for an hour. You leave out of Long Beach, right? Yeah, Long Beach. There's several locations you can leave from. And there's probably one maybe even closer for you. I'm not sure you have to double check, but yeah, it's it's great. There's like one town, Avalon Mm -hmm. in Catalina. They got a little stretch of beach. Yeah, they got a TV station out there. Do they? Is that right? I had no idea. I always thought it'd be cool if I had if I had Colin Cowherd money, like I would buy a place on Catalina and like hang out there on the weekends. But I don't have that kind of money, and I don't have a boat. And everyone that's ever owned a boat around me has always said, "Don't buy a boat." So I don't have a boat. And you ever been on? You ever been a boat guy, Danny? You Ever hung out with people that have boats? Just the fishing boat
3: that I talked about last weekend. Yeah. But no, as far as somebody like owning a boat, keeping it, maintaining it. No, I've always heard the same thing that you were just saying. It's not a good investment.
0: Remember when Chick Hearn, the Laker broadcaster, used to do the commercials for the boat show? That's Come right, on. yes. I don't know why that popped in my head. I have no idea, but it's just s- stupid things. Bruh. Yeah, I know. All right. I think
3: of our friend, the late, great Frank Pollock, too, when it comes to boats.
0: Oh, yeah, Frank, uh, the big codpiece. Never heard of him. Frank Pollock loved the, he loved the, the water and boats. And I, I always love the fact that Frank Pollack was a member of a fishing club in Compton, <laughs> yes. middle-aged pasty white guy, Frank Pollock, And uh, back in the old days before Compton became Compton. And
2: I lived in Compton.
0: As it's known, you know, kind of it's modern, uh, modern, uh, perspective on, but it, it was, it was like, uh, like fishing places. And stuff. Yeah.
3: You took Ice Cube out on the water before Ice Cube was Ice
0: Cube. <laughs> yeah, and they they both looked at the water and they said, <gasps> "Yeah, let's go." I told no, I I do like going to Catalina. I go in the water there. You should t- you should take the Tinderoni, the Queen Tinderoni out there. She's been there. I bet she's probably been there. She has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she pretty- mentioned
3: us going out there. We just haven't got around to it. But yeah, I would like to see it.
0: It's a great day trip. Now you there are hotels there. You could spend the night. It shuts down at around nine o'clock. There's a movie theater. They show one movie, one movie. There's a big, it's a really cool old theater, which they call the casino on Catalina. Island. And the Chicago Cubs used to have spring training on that island. The Wrigley family, that was where they, that, that was their land. They still own uh, the, the Wrigley cartel most of the island you can't go on because it's, uh, it's all – there's buffalo roaming around and crap like that. It's crazy. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip – For you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate
1: Hotels, where college fans stay.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: So uh, one of my, uh, my hobbies, on the weekends I go down, and I, I aimlessly walk up and down. I wander up and down the coast while my feet and my lower legs go splish splash. And my wife actually likes going to the ocean. I don't, uh, not here. And so she was doing thing. I was walking, and it was so hot, the beach was packed. We had to wait in line to get in the parking lot. It was insane. So we, we, we all, we'll meet up every so often. We have a little powwow in the tent uh, where we, we'll, we'll meet. She'll go in the ocean. I'll go walking. But uh, I don't call it a tent, by the way, Dan. You know what I call it? A dressing room. No, a beach cabana. Doesn't that sound more exotic <laughs>
3: yeah, than just yeah, a beach does. tent? Sounds like you rented it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's my beach cabana. And, uh, and I, I've noticed it is pretty neat. When you close the windows, like the, the zipper windows on the side, it does feel like you're in a cabana, like you're in your own little private world. It's kind of neat. sounds more exotic that way. Uh, anyway, so get to the point, please. So the, the beach was a madhouse. I, it looks like, it looked like tent city, massive humanity. Everyone's got a tent and I'm doing my 10,000 steps. It's like a steeple chase, though. Um, Dodging landmines. There's a mix, a lot of kids mixed with old people. And so there's a lot of lateral movement going around as I'm walking down the beach and the, the sandcastles, I could see, as far as I could see, there were sandcastles. Kids were having a field. And I'm, I'm traveling by Ankle Express, and I'm walking around here, moving my ankle, and showing great lateral movement, as I said. But I, I get down near the, the end of, like, one side where the beach kind of cut off, and then you had to go back. And I had to do a double take because there were probably – 35 or 40 kids all making sandcastles, playing in the, in the water, in the ocean. And in the middle of this Sandy, like kindergarten type thing,
1: you like there's
0: a woman wearing a bikini, but it's not that she was like Miss universe or anything like that. That's not why I'm bringing this up. The reason I did a double take though, is she's standing on these kids, whatever she's in the water. And she left a hand of God. She left a vapor trail around her, and she was vaping while standing. It was very odd to me. I don't know. I don't know why that did. Like the visuals seemed very odd. Like she couldn't like stop for. I don't know. It was very odd. Like you're in the water. You gotta bring your vape pen with you
3: into the water. Now that's an addict.
0: That's what I'm saying, right? I'm looking at this. I'm like, what are you doing here? I mean, this, come on, you can't leave it in the tent for for five minutes and then go back to the go out the water and then go back. And uh, it's very odd. Yeah, public
3: vapors really bug me because it's flavored smoke. They yeah. think it's okay to blow it in everybody's face.
0: That is correct. Yes, yes, and it's very the pun, There's a pungent smell to it too. You, yeah. you definitely you can taste it secondhand for sure. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the, the the your world, Danny G. Let's get down to business. Enough about me. It's all about you. Well, I'm, I'm looking for my vape pen right now. Yeah, it's it's in your car. I think you're gonna go out your car. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs>
3: I mean, it's winding down here. The last day of school in my district is May 27th. Quickly uh, coming up on it. This is going to be the last week of school. Boy, you could feel it in the air everywhere on the campus because the adults are giving up. (laughs) (laughs) They're not enforcing any rules. Uh, It's funny because our dean, he's really good and he's really good at, you know, keeping the kids in line, but yet he's a nice guy. But last week I overheard him say, "Eh, just let him do it. (laughs) (laughs) I've never, never, yeah, I've never heard those words come out of his mouth before. So that was awesome. Uh, (laughs) That's great. A prior episode of the podcast, we talked about how the girls already won their petition and their battle over the dress code. I have a satin nightgown on. It's been less and less clothes, more and more smiles and laughter as we get close to the summertime. It was funny. I overheard two girls uh, having a conversation during snack time. And one of them said to the other, is your mom going to make you go to that art camp again? And she said, nah, I told my mom, I'm not into it. She said, I have a lot to do. I'm going to just stay at home. She's like, I'm going to reorganize my bedroom and talk to boys all day. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: has got all planned out.
3: It's like, wow, yeah. goals. she's got goals right there. Yeah. Reorganize her bedroom and talk to boys all day on her computer. Yeah. Well, Monday, the eighth graders get to go on a field trip to Universal Studios.
0: Oh, that's cool.
3: Very cool. But now I feel like when they get back from that trip, the rest of the week is going to be a little chaotic because teachers and administrators have been holding this trip over their head for weeks and weeks. They've been saying, "Uh, you're going to go to the Dean's office and you are in jeopardy of not going on the universal trip. Oh
0: yeah. 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 That's right.
3: So when this trip is over, they have nothing to hold over the eighth graders heads any longer.
0: You got to get a carrot on the stick is what you got to get, but you get
3: no more carrots. For one day, I guess they're going to say, you're not going to be able to graduate with the class. You're not going to be able to go to culmination.
0: Oh, yeah. But Mm
3: -hmm. then our school is interesting because the culmination is on Tuesday, and then the kids got to come back to school for a couple more days. Bye. Congratulations. And we'll see you tomorrow at class. What's up with
0: that? That's bad. That seems like somebody goofed up the planning on that. I think it's because there's
3: so many – graduations and culminations going on across yeah. the board that they tried to put theirs on a different day as not to compete with the more important graduations like high school. And, you know, some of the other classes that might be graduating because let's be honest, this whole thing about kindergartners walking and getting diplomas Is that a thing? Yes, it is a thing now. Really? Yes. And That's a school, thing.
0: Come, when did that become a thing? it's
3: been a thing for a little while now really what i remember from graduating what we call junior high back then yeah the elementary school pushed us all out onto the blacktop they played whitney houston the greatest love of all on the loudspeaker <laughs> and i saw a couple of elementary school teachers crying <laughs> and that was it there were no parents there it was very awkward And that was it. Then they're like, bye, you guys are out of here. See ya. And it was the last day of school. Now, there's chairs, there's tickets, the family has to figure out who's going to get to attend because there's a limited amount of seats. And so it's very similar to graduating high school. So, every
0: you know, but every grade, like just changing grades, you get a pat on the back. Is that how that works? Like going from if you're going from like second to third grade, do you get something? Do you know? No, no, okay, you don't do that. So. <laughs>
3: yeah, you only have a shining moment when you're moving over to a different campus.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I so,
3: I, yeah, I guess that's fine. It's like what the parents like nowadays. We'll see what happens this final week. I'm a little anxious because, you know, walking around the campus and trying to figure out how to enforce things or not enforce things or just let things go. Like I walked into a classroom last Friday to give this important slip to a teacher mm-hmm. and they were watching the movie 42 about Jackie Robinson. The teacher paused the movie cause she was kind of embarrassed that she was slacking cause they're not supposed to have any movies on until next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. She took the slip from me and she said, Oh, uh, we're talking about social injustices and I'm, <laughs> <Yeah. to cry. laughs> and yes, I'm like, man. I'm not your boss. It's okay. <laughs> That's and oh it's...
0: boy. Oh, yeah. Boy.
3: And she pressed play as I walked out of the room and I'm like, yeah, I don't care if it was up yeah. to me. You could have started movies the week before last week.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're announcing uh, you're not going to be uh, snitching to anybody. No, uh, no yeah. not at all. I mean... Teachers
3: go ahead and play movies all this week. <laughs>
0: yes knock yourself out now are you going to universal studios or you get do you get to tag along to the field trip danny Do you get to go oh
3: yeah i found out that i could have i needed to talk to mr whiteman
1: racist um
3: <laughs> i had no idea somebody told me last week they were like oh yeah yeah all you needed to do was talk to him a few weeks ago and you could have been one of the chaperones oh yeah i, I didn't know, know nobody uh nobody gave me that memo
0: Oh, that's wrong, man. Wrong. It is wrong. You should be able to go to that. That's, uh, well, I guess next year. Now you know in the future. Exactly. I know how to hook it up now. So is it one of those things where the kids go for like three hours and then have to come back? Do they get to go longer than that? Like what's the, because you're going to spend a lot of time in traffic just getting to Universal Studios, I would think, even though you're not that far away where your school is located. The traffic. Well, that's
3: a good point. I think they're going to line the buses up pretty early on Monday morning. So okay. they'll, they'll try to get there when the park opens. Yeah, and then it's just kind of a free-for-all. They let the kids run wild, and they have meetup points. I saw them having a strategic meeting last week amongst the adults about yeah. how one was going to be with each group of the kids. Yeah, good luck with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Those kids yeah. are going
3: to ditch the adults.
0: No, no. Ch- now, do the kids have to pay to go, or is this the Universal Studios doing some marketing, realizing these kids, when they're 30 and 40 years old, will be coming back to Universal Studios, or, or are they charging?
3: No, the kids don't have to pay. I believe the school is paying the park ah, at, a, okay. at a reduced
0: price. Gotcha. Yeah. It's good marketing. Like the greatest, you run a business. And if you can convince kids, get kids hooked, and then they become adults, that's what everyone wants, right? McDonald's, the Happy Meal, the greatest thing well, ever, the Happy Meal. Kids they grow up, they're like, all oh, right you flash back to when you got a little cheesy toy from a movie in a Happy Meal when you were eight years old and then you're 40 years old. You're like, oh, I'll go back to McDonald's. It, it brings back memories. No, no, you're right. To
3: this day, I have people tell me, um, oh, man, I remember a graduation night at Disneyland I saw Stevie B on stage uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, people have lifelong memories of sober grad night, graduation night, their field trips and those field trips are some of the most memorable times you'll have when you're in school.
0: Yeah, you you feel like you're escaping from jail. Like you've you've got you've been released and you get to go with all your contemporaries, like all your buddies and it's uh it's pretty it's pretty cool. I also remember when I was a kid, the Dodgers had a kids' club, and they gave you a little membership card, and they give you like a bunch of stuff for like ten bucks or something. It was ridiculous. I don't even know if they still have that, but it was, it was cool. Hey, it's Maler here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket. When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate
1: Hotels, where college fans stay.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: I, I did want to mention a radio friend of mine, uh, Bob Fesco. I go on a show every Thursday in Kansas City. Royals having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Malik. <laughs> so we're buddies. He texts me. I, you know, we, go, we go back and forth. So he uh, sends me a message this week. And out of the blue, he's like, hey, uh, he asked me about Caller X. That, I'm a caller to the show. He said he was going to be traveling. My buddy Bob said he was going to be traveling, and he he wanted to know if this cat, Caller X, was still around. And I don't know why I did this, Danny, but for some reason in a moment of weakness, against my better judgment, I dialed this person up. Now, Caller X, who is Caller X who received a Maller show wellness check. Caller X is who?
3: Weed man. Oh, no. Hippie.
0: Ben, I love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my guy, Bob is going to, he's in Miami this weekend and he called me up during the week. He's like, Hey, uh, I want to know what's going on with that guy. Weed man hippie uh, better known as Billy blanks. He had to call himself a weed man hippie because there's another Billy blanks. So first, <laughs> So he sends me a message. He does a morning show in Kansas city. So he's on after I'm off the air and sends me a message. So for some reason I'm like, all right, I haven't heard from weed, man. I went on social media to see he hadn't posted anything since March. So I thought, well, maybe he's dead. What happened to him? And so in the wee hours of the morning, ring, 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 ring on the fourth ring, Danny, I get a groggy, but not so groovy. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> like that the next thing out of the mouth is uh, blocked number and uh and it turns out he was half asleep but weed man hippie is alive and well and he was rambling he was the rambling man uh danny and so i tell him i'm like hey i'm calling you and i haven't talked to you in a while and you don't call the show anymore but my guy my radio buddy's gonna be in miami and he, wanted, he was asking about you so What do you think Weedman did after that point in the conversation? What do you think he did? Asked you for money. Ding, 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 yeah. (laughs) He then proceeds to give me this sob story about how he has no money. He lost his identification. He lost his bus pass. Uh, he claims since he lost his identification, he's giving me the whole song and dance, like the full laundry list. He said, like, well, I lost my ID and I have no way to travel and I can't get a new bus pass until I have an ID and I don't have an ID and I can't get an ID until I have a bus pass and I have no food and I have no money because I lost uh, you know, he, he's on, uh, the government, he's got one of those cards from the government where he gets money, whatever for food, but he didn't have that. And so, I mean, he was, Right away, within seconds, while half asleep, he's he's reading me the Riot Act up to his old tricks, and uh, and yeah, hand to God, he said, "Gmail me somebody," is what he said. <laughs> that was the response from oh. good old we man. I'm like, and I'm telling him like, "Oh, you're sleeping, you're not gonna remember." It's, I'm gonna remember, and uh and I'm like, "Oh, I wish you good luck," and then he kind of got sarcastic, like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure you do," like that kind of. Thing. But I did, so it went well. Oh, it was a very pleasant conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's still upset. You were with me when all this went down. I think. Oh event... yeah, his event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weed Weedman wanted to rent out a theater in Vegas and have a one man, well, I guess it would be a two man show. Me and Weedman. Yeah. He came into some money. Remember how much
3: he was going to charge per ticket? Oh my! Oh, God. Oh man, he wanted to charge Maller militia members like hundred and fifty a head.
0: Yeah. So not only do you have to go to Vegas and spend money on a you know, airfare and all that, but he was convinced that he was going to sell the joint out and he was going to make all this money and he'd perform and it, it was. And I explained to him, I said, "Listen, you know, I've been to these events and I love the listeners, but they're not going to spend any money on this week, man." I tried to explain, I tried to reason with them. Yeah,
3: we tried to convince them to do ten dollars tickets. Yeah because we said go with quantity over quality because we know your act is not going to be quality. But if you go 10 bucks, you can load people in there kind of like what the USFL has been trying to do.
0: Yeah. You want to get people in your business. You want to get people in. And then if you charge you, it's like a lot of places now they have a one rate and then there's different tiers for certain perks that you can get, like I don't know, maybe you can uh, can you know dumpster dive with Weedman for two hundred dollars or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, okay. But but the point is that he was there was no budging at all, and it was STFU University. Shut the fuck up. That was that was Weedman right there, just going on and on, yammering away. Uh, he is alive. I would not say he's well. To this day, he claimed he put
3: some deposit down that he lost, and he blames you for losing that money.
0: Yes, that is correct, yes. And he got very angry and sent me a bunch of nasty stuff on social media, which is in line with a lot of these guys. Like Blind Scott has sent me some very uh, disgusting things over the years. Uh, But uh, listen, it's part of the gig. That's what happens. Uh, Now, I wanted to mention also the back scratcher. Unfortunately, Dan, I, I went and looked. here. Now, this is the bit. We didn't do this last week, I don't think, right? I don't think we did this last no, week. No, no. travel travelogue, which explains a lot. And I was gone the week before, and you put the best stuff together. So, you know, it's our weekly tip of the on-air light to the loyal minions who support the show by posting a nice review. And so I went to the fifth-hour Apple podcast page, the thing that management actually checks, and... Bupkis, nothing, Uh, zero.
2: We suck again.
0: Uh, Not a a single post at all. Yeah. Well, you know what this is? That's the uh, Apple
3: podcast folks saying, you know what? Ben is traveling and he's off right now. I'm going to be off right now too, but it's time for the podcast reviewers to get back to work now.
0: It is. And we failed. You're right. We failed to promote this the last couple of weeks. And so there has been no new review (laughs) for almost a month. In fact, if we don't get a review today, this being the 21st day of May on Saturday. So we don't get a review today or tomorrow. Then Monday, I believe, is the one month anniversary. So it was April 23rd was the last one we got. So, so try better, do better, be better. That's the, that's the way, but we do appreciate it. I know it's a pain in the butt and all that stuff, but it does help us out the fifth hour podcast page and just put something nice on there and then we're, we're good to go. Right. That's all we need.
3: Yes. All we got to do is let Pierre know that there's no action there. And
0: he'll have yeah. all the arms. Oh, that's right. Uh, you know, once Alf the alien opiner finds out about that, he'll be like,
2: Oh, hell no.
0: Yeah. And then all of a sudden it'll be on like donkey Kong. And he'll, he'll, he has a bugle Pierre in Springfield, mass. I'm convinced he's got a bugle and he calls in the militia. (laughs) Whenever I see that. And then, and then he makes, he makes a a whistle, you know, he he blows the, uh, the horn there. And then all of a sudden a bunch of people come running out and all that stuff. So,
3: Thank you in advance, because I know there'll be a few after hearing this.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. People will help us out. And uh, I, I, I'm also on Cameo, if you want. I was, somebody sent me a story uh, that Sarah Palin, the former politician from Alaska. Never heard of him. Did you see how much money she made on Cameo? No. Oh, my God. A buddy of mine, one of my buddies, who used to work in the newspaper business. He sent me a story because he knows I'm on Cameo. And he he wanted to, he wanted to make me feel like a schmuck. And I'm trying to find it. Uh, let's see here. Page down. Page down. Uh, Sarah Palin made over two hundred thousand dollars last year on Cameo. Two hundred eleven thousand five hundred twenty nine dollars from personalized videos. Bam. Now keep in mind, it, you get a percentage of that but cameo also gets a big chunk how much do you think she charges for her cameo so you're saying maybe four hundred thousand
3: was made and she got half of it
0: uh it's it depends on how you buy the cameo if you buy it on apple apple takes a cut cameo takes a cut and it's a it's a mess uh let's try to guess here what do you think the number is danny
3: What's the average right now? Do you know what the average charge is for
0: a cameo? Uh, I I do not. It it ranges all over the place. There's people under fifty bucks. There's people that are charging a lot of money. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah. Let's say
3: let's say a hundred or two hundred is kind of in the range. Maybe
0: a hundred. I would say okay. something so, like that. Yeah. So
3: I don't know. Maybe she charges three hundred bucks a pop.
0: All right, so I'm looking here on Sarah Palin's cameo page, the former governor of Alaska, and it says here, New York Times bestselling author. Uh, anyway, uh, it's just for personal cameo, $199. So she's less than you thought. Okay. But for business, uh, she charges $1, plus a $1,000 for a cameo for a business. So at 100, let's do the math. They said there would be no math, Danny, again, but 199. So let's say we'll just do 200. Yep. And so that that makes it easy. So 200, and then uh, you do the math on that. Well, for four, for uh, for $200 times 400, what is that? 80,000, something like that? Am I right yeah, on that? that right? is 80,000, yep. All right, but she, she cleared 200,000.
3: Sharing. The money as well. So yeah, I'm yeah. Thinking,
0: How many yeah. of these is she doing? Holy cannoli! That is an insane, insane amount of, of of money. But it's also an insane amount. Assuming that came from mostly personal cameos and not businesses. I was just gonna say maybe
3: there were quite a few businesses that enrolled her, and the money started stacking up like that. But then you ask yourself, what business? <laughs> what <laughs> business is like? I want her to open up the seminar.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a, and I need it not in person, just a video. That's yeah. all I need a video. It's very strange. Well, I am on Cameo and I'm not charging 200 bucks or a thousand bucks. It's my price has been pretty consistent. They're $40. See? 40 bucks. So, so the advice you gave Weedman back in the day, you take that own advice yourself. That is correct. See? I'm a man of the people. Wrong. And we, we did a lot of those at the beginning of COVID. We had a fair amount of those things. Bob Miller, the former Kings announcer on on Cameo. I saw him on there. He's charging 90 bucks. I'm less than half of that. Anybody on the Clippers is a, is a half of what Kobe Bryant is. So, uh, anyway, uh, what do you got to promote? Anything promote, Danny? Anything coming up here you want to promote? You're at the radio station today. What do you got going on?
3: I am. I'll be sitting in the producer chair today with Hartman and Schwartz. And then uh, in the evening time, I'll be with Brian No, the weekend no-show with Ephraim Salam.
0: Number one. Sweet. And then uh, with Steve Hartman, if you hang out with Hartman long enough, you're going to get a Heisman vote, I think. <laughs> no? Uh, anyway, have a wonderful uh, rest of your Saturday, and we will be back in the podcast dojo, as my friend Vic the Brick likes to say. Loving you, Benala. On Sunday, a brand-new mailbag bursting out of the seams. So we will have that for you on Sunday. But have a great rest of your Saturday. Thanks for listening. Later, Skater. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. where us you go? What you think about the Wizards? Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location. Sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans
2: stay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.